Welcome to the Empowered Spirit Show. This is your host, Terry Ann Hyman. I'll explore the connection to the human spirit in a way that helps to navigate your life, including crisis. I am passionate about helping you to open up to your intuition and the metaphysical world of spirit to find your confidence and your own inner guidance. Take a pause, be inspired, learn ways to show up focused, centered, and more dynamic in your everyday life. Welcome back to the Empowered Spirit Show. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me today. This episode is being brought to you by Forecast, located in Homewood, Alabama. Forecast is a hair salon on a mission to shape a movement in the beauty industry, focusing on education, fashion, and creativity. Forecast strives to train stylists with the latest in education to provide their guests with the latest trends. Follow them on Instagram at Forecast Salon or find them online at ForecastSalon.com. As this podcast goes to air, we are heading into the Taurus full moon lunar eclipse. It's a pretty big happening in the cosmos. It's a total eclipse, invisible from many places. Here in Birmingham, you'll have to get up around 2 a.m. and it stays visible until it drops below the horizon at sunrise. What has been highlighted in your life lately? Where are your struggles? The darkness? Where are the shifts? The light? This is how we work with the eclipse. Lift your vibration. Receive the messages coming in right now. They are there. You just might have to slow down a bit to receive them so that you can be provided with the breakthroughs, revelations, and transformations coming your way. While a solar eclipse, which we had at the end of October, opens the portal for new beginnings and change, a lunar eclipse, which comes in early Tuesday morning, reveals energies that helps us complete a journey or shift our course in some way. Lunar eclipses are also much more emotionally charged compared to a solar eclipse, as they are more feminine in nature and affect the emotional body to a greater degree. You may have already been feeling this. A total lunar eclipse affects us even more greatly, as it represents a full conjunction between the moon, the sun, and the lunar nodes. A total lunar eclipse is an opportunity to create significant changes in your life. This change may come about abruptly, as lunar eclipses tend to bring information to you from out of the blue. You may find yourself feeling surprised or even caught off guard at some of the things you learn about others and yourself over a lunar eclipse. Not all of the information is negative. Some of it is very positive and may even bring you inspiration along with encouragement to shift your life. Of course, some of the information you experience may initially feel a little off-kilter maybe or even shocking, but after some time, it will bring positive and needed changes in your life. You must be willing to take the time to process any information coming your way and hold space for it. Lunar eclipses like full moons are revealing, and I truly, truly believe that a lunar eclipse occurs to move you forward. It's an energetic push from the cosmos to take you out of stagnant energies and old patterns. Sometimes this forward motion can feel disrupted to your nervous system and you may even resist it initially. There is no moving backwards on the lunar eclipse. This is only a path forward. So take a break, slow down, set your alarm and allow. Use it as an opportunity to detach from energies, emotions, and even people. Trust. Tune into your daily spiritual practice to ground your body and energetic field as you navigate this immense energy. 
This is the time to know your energy, your truth, your voice, your spirit. It's so valuable right now. And this is where the rites come in to help you move through all this stuff. Rites being Reiki, intuition, tarot, EFT, and stones and crystals. Finding ways to tend to the struggles of your life with these tools can add amusement, inspiration, and joy. All of these cosmic forces and energy alignments I talk about on my Energy Focus for the Week, which you can find live on Sunday nights on Instagram and Facebook. We talk about what's going on, we align our energy, set intentions for the week, and I pull the tarot cards for guidance. Join me or catch the replay. As we move through these cosmic transitions, now is the time to clean up your energy with an Akashic Energy Intensive Session. Schedule one in person or online. When you work with the energy body, it helps to release the old patterns and all that old stuff you've been carrying around. This is exactly our topic on today's episode. When you start going within and connecting to your soul and your spirit, you will find your answers. If you're a strong, passionate person who's ready to take charge of your life and let go of the stories running around inside of your head, let's talk. Let's talk about my Empowered Spirit private mentoring program warning. This work will change your life. It can seriously improve your body, mind, and spirit. Side effects, yes, you may see yourself as you really are. Speaking up, voicing your ideas, being strong in your boundaries, excelling in your life. You may experience loss of excess baggage, resulting in major life changes. Come experience different energy tools, techniques, ways to center your energy. Come raise your vibration and release the energy drains and limited beliefs that hold you back. Are you using your energy in a productive manner? Or are you finding yourself drained, tired, procrastinating, depressed, or perhaps even fearful of how to move forward? Have these eclipses got you in a tizzy? Schedule a monetize your energy call with me. Let's look at the three things draining your energy and the number one thing you can do right now. Links are in the show notes. In today's episode, I am so excited to introduce you to my guest, Dr. Shelley Kerr. I am in awe of how many books she has written and on subjects that validate my work. Oh my goodness. I am her newest fan along the lines of Cindy Dale, and y'all know how much I refer to her. She is also a Llewellyn author many times over. Dr. Shelley is a world-renowned past life regressionist, author, podcaster, speaker, and teacher. We talk about past life regression, the Akashic records, soul families, the three areas we can discover by doing this work, soul purpose, ancient places, the star people, Lemuria, Atlantis, ancestral energy, imprints, healing, shifting, and creating new realities. You can tell I am so excited with all the things that we talked about. But before we begin, let's take a moment to pause, ground, and center our energy together. So wherever you are, if you can, close your eyes. Take a nice deep inhale and exhale all the way down deep into the earth. 
Inhale, expand the breath back up the body. And as you exhale, call all your energy into you. Inhaling. And exhaling, slowing down, centering. Inhaling, calling in your spirit. Feel this energy coming into you. And as you exhale, drop right into the heart. Feel that connection of your spirit and the greater spirit. Know that you are known. Know that you are loved, feeling all this energy coming in around you. As we take this time to call in the masters, the teachers, the archangels, the crystal beings, calling in your own spirit guides. Feel this presence of energy coming in around you, supporting you, guiding you. Inhaling. And exhaling. As you take this next moment to present your own energy, to notice where you are in this great wheel of life. Here in this hemisphere, we find ourselves in the direction of the west, the season of fall. Taking a moment... Noticing this energy coming in, the west where the sun sets each and every day. See those beautiful crimson colors. Notice the struggles of your own life. The way in which the leaves fall, reminding us of the cycling of energies, the letting go, in order to rebuild. The gratitude that this season brings with the harvest of Mother Earth calling in the directions to the west, the north, the east, and the south, above us, below us, right into that deepest part of your heart, the very center, taking a moment and setting an intention for where you are. As you set this intention, notice the elevated emotions that arise, how you want to feel, and allow these to emanate, to radiate out from your heart all around you. Feeling this vibration, focusing that third eye, exhaling all the way down, grounding, centering, bringing the awareness back, blinking the eyes open, coming back. For over two decades, Dr. Shelley A. Kerr has worked with thousands of people around the world, helping them achieve greater peace and happiness in their lives. A world-renowned past life regressionist, Dr. Shelley's method of combining energy work with hypnosis has been endorsed by numerous leaders in the field of consciousness, including near-death experience pioneer Dr. Raymond Moody and Dr. Brian Weiss. She received her Doctorate of Philosophy in Parapsychic Science from the American Institute of Holistic Theology in 2001. Her latest books, Past Life in Ancient Lands and Other Worlds and Journey Through the Akashic Records, are the subjects we talk about today. 
So let us welcome Dr. Shelley to the show. Welcome, Dr. Shelley. Perry, thank you so much for having me on the show. I am super excited to talk about you and your work. My expertise as well, and I just love the discussion and just really kind of getting into really some of the details and the work that you've been doing for all these many years and bringing this book forward. Yeah, so thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. This is going to be a ton of fun. It is. It really is. Yes, definitely. I do like to start and ask, what led you to writing this book right now about past lives in ancient lands? Um, I started doing past life regressions about unbelievably over 20 years ago. And so this is kind of a book, Terry, that I really always wanted to write. Um, I wanted to go back into some of the earliest past life case histories that I've collected over the many years. A lot of times when I would take people into past life regression, they might go back as far as maybe the 17 or 1800s, and then occasionally they go back into these ancient worlds. So I wanted to explore that. And then occasionally, of course, I have people um, have some very unusual case histories where they go into other worlds. And so my publisher, Llewellyn, who I absolutely love and adore, I was going to do this as two separate projects. And they said, how about one? And I thought, yes. There's something here for everyone. I know it. I feel it. <laughs> I'd love that. I'd love that because so often we forget about the sacredness of the land, right? And we forget how important that comes into who we are, what we are, where we've traveled and what we've done. Yes. Brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And just being able to go back and connect with that. Maybe they haven't gone back as far as this. And so, yeah, getting that connection to the land, it can help bring a lot of, I think, awareness to people's souls about their journey over time. I agree. I agree. And so often, you know, I know, I feel like, like for me right now, it's like, I want to go to Israel. Like that's on my list. And part of it is I've always wanted to, right? But the other part is that in just doing a lot of this work and studying deeper, there have been some like lifetimes that have come in that I've actually seen myself like at the, at the Masada, it's like, I must go. And so that's partly what you're talking about. Yeah. Having that connection. Yeah, definitely. I think like when you want to go to Israel, like that's the soul calling you there. You know, there's a reason. And I really do believe that the soul is longing to go back to the places that we've been before. Yeah. To remember things, to heal, to, you know, expand that awareness for the present moment. Absolutely. So I hope you get to Israel soon. I know I do. I have a teacher. I'm waiting for him to take his next trip there. Yeah, definitely. But I like that, that the soul is calling you to go back there to learn more, to revisit. I really love that. And how satisfying, right? When we can do that. Yeah, for sure. It is. It is. It's amazing. I, I talk about that in this book as well, though, that, you know, I've done a lot of weird trips where I just go off at the last minute and start traveling around different places. You know, it's not always possible that we're able to even travel at all. And so I do think that one of the ways we can connect with that kind of energy is through different programs, you know, reading books, hearing people talk about their travel conversations, those different mediums. It doesn't necessarily mean we had to travel out of the country, but it starts to stimulate the imagination and it gets you kind of feeling like there's something there that's drawing you. And then I think that's giving you clues 
to the places that you have lived in past lives. And that can be very, very interesting to start just becoming aware of those kind of things. Yeah. And affirming to the spirit for sure. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, I know like for me with Israel, like, you know, part of it is my heritage, my background and my friends went and my mother went and all this I never have. But even just thinking of some of those visions that I have had and taking the time and just like going in and imagining it. And I really have no doubt when I get there, it's going to be exactly as I see. You know? Yeah. I think it's very cool. Yeah, for sure. So also, as we're talking about this, I noticed in your book, you're listing places in a lot of different countries and energy places. And even like in the United States, I know you talk about the Lakotas, you know, the, the Red Rocks and being out there. That's definitely a fascination for me. And one of them that you did mention that you've been to, and I'm actually going to go in December, is I say Teotihuacan in Mexico. Perhaps that's not exactly right, but Teotihuacan is a really amazing site. Tell us a little bit about what you discovered there. Yeah, I don't know necessarily how to pronounce any of the words in my book. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I I um, had a friend who was going to be going down to Puerto Vallarta and said, hey, you want to come? We're going to get the, together with this group. And so something again, like just like you were saying, something was calling me. I said, I've got to fly to Mexico City and I'm just going to stop over in Mexico City on my way to Puerto Vallarta to meet my friends just on a whim, I went by myself. I got this great little place in downtown Mexico City. And I just, I am in love with Mexico. I think I love everything about it. It is beautiful. I went to all of the, the Templo Mayor, which is the ancient pyramid. There's a big excavation going right in the center of Mexico City in the square there. There's the old, uh, there's a cathedral there. And underneath there was a big Aztec ruin. And so then I basically took the subway from Mexico City by myself. And I went up to the Temple of the Sun and the Moon and the big complex. And it's so interesting, that part of the world. I mean, they don't really know who built it. The Aztecs are known for being there. But they now know that they did not build that site. And I hope you go because I'm telling you, it is incredible. It is incredible, the vibes there. I just, I love the people. I feel very comfortable there. Like I could just move in. I don't, yeah, I I understand some Spanish, but again, it's just more of a feeling Mm. that you get when you go places like that. And I adore it. And so I recommend it highly, highly, highly. Yeah, I thought I saw that in the book. I'm like, wow, yeah, definitely. I I find that interesting. And again, agreeing, like when we find these vortexes of energy and yeah, it just goes deep, goes deep within our soul for sure. Now, one of the other questions I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about was the difference between past life regression And then when I work in the Akashic Records reading past lives, how do you see that difference? Or is there? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I think of the Akashic Records as being kind of a term that describes this vast unified field filled with information. And so within that vast Akashic realm, let's say, where these records are stored, information about everything that's happened in the past, the present and the future we could get all kinds of information out of that space. Like, what is my purpose? Who are my soul group or different things like that. And so to me, going into past lives is one of the many kinds of information that we could find there. And so um, I, I used to give readings for the Akashic Records many, many years ago. And now I started doing past life regression more uh, because of the just unbelievable transformation that it made in my own life. I I think that it's a little bit different. We can just get more broad-based kinds of information out of the records, in my opinion. And then when we're going on past life regressions, we're 
we're pinpointing specific areas that relate to challenges. Normally, I say that people have like one of three areas that they are looking into. Uh, love and relationships, maybe health and well-being and or like the blanket of security, which would include I've got a fear or a phobia or I need to create more abundance or prosperity. And so whatever the main issue is, then you just set that intention and say, okay, where did that originate from? And then go into those past lives. Or you could go into the records, obviously, as well. But that would take you, again, into the part of the records that deals in past lives and then go all the way back to those events where those problems or whatever originated, find out what's going on there, do some healing around that, and then bring that wisdom forward so that hopefully the present and the future can be a better and brighter place to be. So that's my take on it. I would love to hear your take on it though, because I know you do a lot in there. Yeah. I mean, I agree. And I have not studied past life regression. I have studied many years and have many hours built up under my Akashic readings. Did you study with Brian Weiss? Um, Brian Weiss, I wrote a book called Lifestream uh -huh. back in 2000, and Dr. Raymond Moody is a personal friend of mine. He introduced me to Dr. Weiss. So Dr. Weiss endorsed okay. that book back in the early 2000s, and he used to send me some of his overflow business when he stopped seeing yeah. clients. But that has been years and years and years ago. So yeah, Dr. Moody. Yeah, you used to listen to him on uh, yeah on uh, what's the late night uh, talk show I used to listen to in New York. Oh yeah, and he's actually from around here where I am in yes. Alabama. He is, and I've heard him speak here locally. Yeah, how what awesome endorsements first of all. But to answer that question, I guess the way I kind of see it is that when I'm doing Akashic readings, it is interactive. So I am talking with you know you the reedy, and we're talking, and I'm and I'm telling what I'm seeing. And I guess the way I see past life regression is you're like using maybe hypnosis, something to take them back to past life. And they're telling you the story. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's the difference. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I guess there is a little bit of that. But I do find that once we uncover both, they're both very healing. Yeah. And then just working to create those new pathways. Yeah. Yeah. I think that when you tap into the records, you can then present the information to the person and then they can go through that kind of healing. Or if it's, it's just a different way of getting to the same information, they can go back and they, they would then, yeah, see out of their own eyes and experience themselves in that space. And then I would then try to coach them on that level. So they're uh -huh. both very um, helpful kinds of things to do depending on the situation because everybody's still a little bit different yeah everybody is and so when you work with a client is it like one session does it take many sessions to regress how do you prepare somebody for that normally it's just one session um normally so my goal is whatever they've come in to resolve you know i i really believe in the regression process i know that it's helped totally reshape the way people view reality. So I'm hoping that it's only one session. That maybe isn't always the case, maybe a couple sessions. I usually just have them prepare by maybe doing some journaling, again, thinking about what is the thing that they want to come in and discuss. But what I found is like a lot of times, whatever they're telling me they want to discuss, they might tell me a whole bunch of things and they don't think those things are related, but usually they are in a fundamental way, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I do know what you mean. Because I, I talked about it, I think, before we hit uh, record, like, you know, even the imprints and how those same imprints, until we can heal them and work with them, they keep showing up. So sometimes we don't recognize, but I totally get what you're saying, how they do lead into even modern day and what's getting in our way. I think that's what you're saying, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like what you're talking about, about imprints, I perceive that as 
there is a, an energetic aspect to the memory that you have of your past life. So we can talk about it all day long, but until that energetic component is addressed as well, then that's what really would start to shift the energy and help people, you know, let go of things in a permanent way. So my goal from the very beginning, you know, I had had a, a session years ago with a psychotherapist. And I mean, I think that's got its place, but I just felt like it wasn't resolving my issue in the way that I wanted it resolved. And when I went to have a past life regression, um, I had had a friend who passed away and I was carrying this unresolved grief for many, many years. I had the regression. I saw that we had known each other before and it was kind of like doing, you know, I don't need to do this anymore. Mm. Oh, I get it. Mm. It was like somebody just smacked me with a big two by four in the head. And I was like, I'm done. Yeah, This is cool. And I thought this is so transformational. And I'm not the same person who walked into this session. So therefore I can move on and I need to figure out how to do this for other people. Yeah, I agree with that. When we uncover that energy and that recognition, right? And then that whole idea of, you know, time is eternal, <laughs> right? So knowing that you had seen them in another lifetime, yeah, I did help to heal the grief. I know I had a similar, well, it wasn't in a regression. It was actually in, you know, working with a shaman down in Costa Rica when my mother showed up and she had passed. And it's like, okay, she's right here sitting in front of me, drinking the medicine with me. It's like, okay, you know, time is just an illusion. And I think as humans, we get caught up in the fact of not really recognizing that. Yeah. Yeah, I think, well, it's just hard. We've got a lot of distractions and things like that. So uh, especially these days, we've got apps and phones and shows and Netflix. So it just gets harder and harder, I think, on some level. I, I do agree with that. I do. And I think there are distractions. And I think sometimes people want to stay distracted, right? If you want to get to the truth of it, I think that people, yeah, do. But I do find that it is interesting when we do meet up with people again in other lifetimes. And even when we have that familiar feeling, I remember one time I stood up, I was at a conference very early on with Dr. Brian Weiss, and I remember standing up and saying, you know, I've been doing some online dating. And how come sometimes like when you meet somebody, like you feel such a connection, has that been a connection? And he kind of chuckled, of course, and answered the question for me, like, yeah, there is that possibility, right? And it was kind of a funny question later, but he's like, oh, are you the one asking that question? But I do think, and maybe you can jump in here too. Like, how do you think, like, do you think we travel in soul groups? Do we have soul families that we keep coming around with? How do you see that? I definitely believe that many of the people we're encountering in this life, we've been around the block a few times with them before. And there are no accidents, not only um, with our friends and the wider community, our coworkers, but definitely with families. I had written another book about it's called um, Heal Your Ancestors to Heal Your Life. I developed a process where we send light to ancestors, and they've started to prove that about 20% of our personalities and maybe more is directly brought through DNA. And so sometimes people are experiencing not only just influences from past lives, but they could be experiencing actual influences that have been brought through by the ancestors. And so all of these different energies, you know, can... Can use some healing, Terry. Let's just put it that way. No, I agree uh, with you. And it's not by accident that we're choosing these families and these friends. Because, you know, the family knows how to push the buttons. Yes. yes. Not, not your family, obviously. but you <laughs> No, know, definitely or, my you family. Know, or any of these viewers. I'm sure they're doing great. But, you yeah. know. <laughs> I think we all have that. And I think, too, I mean, 
I think too, I know, I know for me, I've done a lot of work working on some of the imprints I carry and the names I've been named for going into that energy and just looking at it all, even that whole idea of incarnation and coming in and what we remember and what we don't remember and then how the ancestors do come in. And, you know, I've done a lot of work um, studying with Cindy Dale, also a Llewellyn oh, publisher. I love her. I yes, love her to yes. death. Yes. And I've learned Amazing. so much working with her and working in the 10th chakra and the whole ancestors and the roots. And I've actually added some of those protocols into the way that I work because I have seen huge shifts in my own family energies from working with that. Yeah. So I definitely agree with that. And I just think it's so important in what you had said before about like how, you know, we can sit there and talk about it and talk about it and talk about it, but until we really work in that energetic field of energy, we don't really get to the root of it. And I know that's what I dealt with when I was going through major trauma, divorce and talk therapy and children's therapy and couples therapy and crying every day and anxiety. And it wasn't until I met my spiritual teacher that did some energy work with me that sat and breathed and some hands on like, oh my gosh, that was the day that changed my entire life. It just brought so much healing forward. And I heard my spirit tell me I was going to be okay. And yeah, it was a big difference. And I think sometimes people don't recognize what can happen when we work in the energetic realm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anything's possible and you're exactly right. I mean, um, yeah, I've been through those. I think a lot of people, if you haven't yet, eventually everybody's going to go through one of these times where everything is just falling apart. And it's so um, helpful to have that spiritual person come up and say, hey, guess what? There's a different way to do this. And that something similar happened to me as well. So you're exactly right about that. Yeah, I, I really do agree with that. And I feel like, you know, Sometimes even right now, like feeling lost and being caught up in the busyness of the world, sometimes we forget what we came in here for. And I think that that can help us do the work that you're doing as well and the work that I'm doing too, like really return what is that sole purpose? What is that spiritual contract? Has it shifted? Has it changed? And how do you work with that kind of energy? The sole purpose is definitely one of the main things that I think can be very um, accessible through the Akashic Records like you do and also through past lives because you can go back into the past and see, okay, what were you doing in different incarnations? And a lot of times you'll find, or in my clients anyway, that they're doing the same kinds of things that they've always been doing. There's a theme there, kind of like you find a theme in a good book. And so when we can identify that, um, I usually like to spend some time helping people realize, okay, let's think about this current life and what you've been doing. And let's start having your subconscious mind bring up all of the ways you've already been doing this, you know, because I think we also don't have enough time to even give ourselves credit for anything that we're doing because we're on to the next thing or we, we don't see, you know, maybe we really have made a lot of progress, but we didn't even pat ourselves on the back for a single second because we're, we're just too busy to even think about it. And so just reminding people that you've probably already been doing a lot of these good things. So is there more by tapping into like soul gifts that can be accessed through our past lives? Like what gifts can we more um, actively engage in in the present life and our purpose and realize we're already doing it? Maybe we could do more, you know, and bring all those things into the present in a more enlivened way can be super helpful. Oh, I so agree. I so agree. You just described everything I totally believe in. <laughs> and really, I mean, that's really what I base my work on as well. So it's so good to hear it from, from you and all these books that you've written. Now, there's a couple of things. One, I don't want to forget. I, I do want to come back and talk about in your book too. Like you even go before, like before, how did you describe it? Uh, beyond the known world. Right. I'm so fascinated that you've included information in about the, the Lemuria and the Atlantis. Talk a little bit about that and how that information came forward for you. Yeah, I um, 
through Dr. Raymond Moody, again, I mentioned him earlier, who's a dear friend of mine, I ended up getting introduced to the Edgar Casey Foundation. Edgar Casey, the most documented psychic of the 20th century who went into trance. The sleeping yes. prophet. Yes. So I wrote some books for the ARE for their foundation about Edgar Casey. Um, I wrote a lot of gem healing books because Casey would prescribe gems and minerals to people to help them shift their vibrations and heal their past lives. And then I wrote one about his Egyptian readings and developed a healing modality about the, based on the Casey readings that was de- developed by them. Hmm. Um, wow. So through all that, because of my relationship with that group of people, and again, talking about soul groups, there's no doubt that is a big soul group who is attracted to that work. And so by default, I attract a ton of reincarnated Egyptians, Atlanteans, and Lemurians. And so that's really when it came more consciously into my awareness in this lifetime that Edgar Casey had been doing past life readings on people and he was trying to help them by saying exactly what you and I've been talking about, that these influences from past lives are affecting you in the now. And here's some things you could do to heal them. And so lots of Egyptians, but then he also talked about Atlantis, which is the, the civilization that I believe Atlantis is real. So just to say, you know, but a lot of people think, okay, well, Plato wrote about it in his dialogues, and it's just a fiction. But a lot of us have come to believe that this is a real place that he was talking about that sank under the ocean. And it was once this glorious fabulousness, but because they were greedy, they basically destroyed themselves. And so I've got a section in the book where we talk about the Atlanteans, the period of Atlanteans that I've regressed over the past several years. There's usually three periods. One would be the final destruction where they've destroyed the planet and they've messed everything up using a bunch of explosive crystals. And then there's the middle era, which would have been the height of Atlantis as a technological society where they were innovating everything, where they had incredible healing potential and modalities working with colors and crystals and all this stuff. And a lot of the people I've regressed have believed that they were healing and they learned their healing, their healers now, let's say, and they learned that in Atlantis. And then the third group, um, Casey was really one of the ones that popularized the idea of Lemuria, which is a civilization that predated Atlantis. So in the early Atlantis readings, as I would call them, there was a period where the Lemurians were migrating due to earth changes and they mixed in with these Atlanteans as there was, you know, cataclysms and earthquakes and things like that. And so some people remember that. And then I go further back into the Lemurians, which um, I guess Casey would have described them as a, a more idealized version, a utopian society where everybody was filled with love and light and harmony and there was no strife. There was no, you know, us against them mentality. And this is kind of something we should strive to be like, whereas Atlantis then becomes more of a cautionary tale. And so there's regressions in there, people. Hmm. And I've had so many of them who believe they lived in Lemuria. And then I also began regressing people all the way back beyond the world until they they were not bodies anymore. Basically, they were non-corporal spirits who are just existing out in space. And that is something else also that was inside the Casey readings. He said that there was a time when people were we were not bodies. We were just love and light in the universe. And so I don't know if that's where these influences come in. Cause I still think the client has a certain degree of consciousness about the place that they're able to go visit in a past life. But I've done a lot of those regressions. So in the book, I take readers on a lot of guided journeys where they can access these 
these far out places for themselves. And um, it's very healing, you know, to go to the beginning of time to go out into this non-physical state because we're so disconnected in the society and people are depressed or they don't feel connected to others. And so they can go connect with their source and creator energy. And that can be super healing. Oh, I agree. I agree. And I'm like listening all ears here, definitely listening and definitely resonates with a lot of what I've learned, you know, partly from Cindy Dale talking about that energy and especially, you know, the, the Lemurians are like the spiritual energy and all that love and light. So I definitely can understand that. I don't think I was totally aware of all of Edgar Casey's findings, even though I'm a huge fan and I've been to the center in New York. I have not been to Virginia, but that's like where I took some of my first classes was in New York. And I'm thinking wow. I'm going to go up to check my books. I may even have some of your books in there because they do have a nice collection of his work. But how fascinating. It's all fascinating. And I love so much that you're putting this out, putting it in print and having it more and more acceptable. We need this kind of healing. We really do. There is so much trauma in the world and so much crisis that we need to be able to get at it really from that root of what's going on. So I am so grateful for the work that you're doing. All right. Thank you so much. I try to put a lot of guided imagery in there and I'm encouraging people to get an app and just read the, the processes. This doesn't need to be expensive. This doesn't need to be a big process. I believe that, you know, people can go through some of these things just by using the book. And that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, that's awesome. And then you had another book, Journeys Through the Akashic Records that came out right before this. Tell us about that. Yeah. Um, Journeys Through the Akashic Records came out in July. Basically what it is, it is a book that is filled with all of the guided journeys that I have taken clients on over the past 20 plus years. Because what would happen is people, they know I do past life regression, so they want to come have one. But once I start talking to them, and I know you know this from reading the records, you go, hmm, I think before we do anything with the past lives, we need to do some present life healing, or we need to talk to the family or do different kinds of healing or find out who that soul group is or heal some grief or whatever it is. So in this book, I'm talking about, I take people through a process of relaxing yourself, crossing a threshold, and then opening these different doors and going on these different journeys to help to heal some of the different kinds of issues that we encounter in this place called earth. And of course, yes, I have past life regressions in there, whereas past life in ancient lands is just past life regression. In this other book, we go into all kinds of different healing, hmm. like specifically like yeah, grief recovery or finding my soul family. What is my purpose? And a lot of the things that you and I have discussed today. Wow, that's just awesome. Congratulations on both of those for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to finish reading. I just got the coffee, so I have not finished reading and I do want to go through those meditations, especially to reconnect. I feel like to reconnect with my star people. Let me bring it in. Yeah. I tell this story that when I first started collecting crystals, I was in New York and I was at this place and I got these beautiful Lumarians and this one was so clear and it was by my bed and I would wake up several days in a row thinking, I just had a lesson. I just downloaded tons of crystal information. And to this day, I haven't taken very many crystal classes. I'll be honest. It's just something I know, but I would, I would wake up like I had that download of information. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I think that, yeah, especially with your psychic gifts, I mean, you can just tune into the crystals yeah. because they do speak to people 
And whether you people think they can hear them, they they are still working with you, whether you are very sensitive to energy or not. So I totally agree with that. I totally agree too. And I, I'm a jeweler. I make I make jewelry with crystals, and lots of times I'm hearing, "Use me, no, use me." It's like, okay, everybody, let's You're all like, work wait. Together. Who's talking to me? Yes, yeah. the first time a stone talked to me, I was pretty shocked. But then, yeah. as you know, you get used to it. Yeah. And it's like plants and divas, the whole thing, everything is energy, right? And so we just have to tune into that imaginal realm and bring in those crystal beings. Yeah, I love it. I definitely do. So how much fun, right? The work that we do, it really is. It it can get intense, but it can open up to so much more amusement as well. Yeah. It is. It's really interesting. I mean, there's so much, we have difficulties in this earth. We know that, but we have a lot to be thankful for. And it's really just so interesting to think about, you know, all the different places we've lived, how connected we really are to each other. You know, it's interesting. Definitely. Yeah. We just experience things at different times. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get into any kind of the ideas of like parallel universes, parallel dimensions? Um, in 2005, I had a book come out called Beyond Reality, where I had taken clients into alternative dimensions. This was one that Dr. Moody really encouraged me to publish. It was, it was, well, gosh, there were so many things that went on in there. One of the things was having people go into a space and are you living in different dimensions? Sometimes they say yes. And sometimes they say no. Great. How many? And then we can go and realize one of them might be in a past life. One of them might be concurrent to the current life. One might be in a future time. One of the most healing benefits of this wacky research I was doing was taking people back to their current life to a point where they made a critical decision, because I'm sure you and I and everybody else watching this right now, we've all had a moment where we made a decision. And then sometimes when things are going great, we go, wow, that was great. But if we're having a bad day, in the back of our mind, we go, hmm, I wonder if I should have just done the other thing instead of this. And so I would take people back to that decision point and have them go ahead and go ahead and make this this new decision or this other decision that they didn't choose, go out there and see what happened. And in every single case, Terry, they said when they came back from the journey, wow, I made the right decision. And so they wow. stopped worrying about that thing. And they were able to live more peacefully knowing that, hey, is life perfect? No. Do we have problems? Yes. But they still felt like they made a better decision originally. Mm. Wow. And so in this new book, In Ancient Lands and Other Worlds, I do delve into just talking about some of the the research that I had done. And I talk about it again in the Journeys Through the Akashic Records. I've got the guided imagery journey that I used to use many years ago to take people into these spaces. Nice. So people can try them. Well, Shelly, you have a new fan. I am so excited to dive into your work. I really am. I'm so excited you're here with us today. And just really, you know, I feel like it's confirmation for the work that I do. I may not have as extensive knowledge, but it is definitely the same work that I do. So I'm really grateful that you're bringing this out for people. And I try to make it easy, too. I actually do teach people how to work their, how to read their records instead of keeping it all mystical and secret. I want people to have these skills. So I agree with that as well. Yeah, definitely. Well, Terry, I'm a fan. And also, you've got a new fan because you and I are on the same page. I knew that we before are. we started this show. I said, yes, we're on the same page. Yeah. And you just keep up the great work. I think it's fantastic. Thank you so much. And I'm so in awe. Like, how did you even meet Dr. Moody? I've heard about him for years. And Coast to Coast, that was the name of the show. And I think one of your books has an endorsement on there from Coast to Coast, don't they? Yes. Uh, George Norrie wrote the foreword yes. For, yes. for Ancient Lands and Other Worlds. And he's endorsed several of my other ones. This one behind me, this blast from the past, this is about people who have spontaneous past life recall, and he endorsed that one. And 
Past lives yeah. with pets. That's one of my other. There you go. That's awesome. That is so awesome. So I'm so grateful to meet you today. So tell us, where's the best place you want to direct people to find your work? Where, where can we go? It can go to pastlifelady.com. Pastlifelady.com. All right. And we'll give a big shout out to Llewellyn Publishing. They're awesome. Yes. Yay. I love Llewellyn. They're amazing. They are amazing. I remember them way back when, when they had the paper catalogs, right? Oh, For sure. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I always read yeah. Scott Cunningham books and all the other good stuff. There you go. Do you have any classes coming up? Anything that you're teaching on? Do you still do sessions? I am not doing as many sessions right now. I'll have some new classes in the new year. I am going to be doing a Beyond the Veil Summit with the Shift Network at the end of October into early November. And then nice. I love the shift. Yeah, I'm on a book deadline right now. So as soon as I'm done turning that one in, then I will be posting some classes where we'll be um, taking the students through like several different regressions, maybe for a month long course and things like that in, in the new year. Excellent. Yeah, I'll look out for that. Yeah, definitely. Well, this has been fascinating. I really love the conversation. And as I go to close, I like to come back and just ask the question, how do you feel this work that you're doing with past life, with ancient lives, ancient places? How do you feel it will help to empower the spirit right now for all of us? Wow, that is an amazing question. I'm hoping that through understanding who we really are at a soul level, then we're able to bring healing to ourselves and bring more peace into this current experience. And the other thing I like about the idea of exploring ancient lands in particular is just picking yourself up and just putting your consciousness into different parts of the world. And the book has a lot of history in it. I'm talking about historical context and then giving you some past life examples within these historical contexts. I think it helps us to connect to different parts of the world and then start to realize that we are all one people on a planet. We really don't have that much difference between us. I, it feels like that right now, but that is not true. We all have the same mm. concerns. We love our families. We want to have security. We want to have happiness and joy. And all people around the world share that commonality. And so I hope it brings that kind of a spirit and feeling to people right now. When we feel like we're divided, we really aren't. And so let's just bring that awareness into this moment. Mm, I love that. Really understanding at the soul level. And yes, we are all connected. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I've enjoyed our conversation so much to your spirit. Namaste. Terry, thank you so much. I'm wishing you continued love and success and joy in everything you do. It's awesome. And it's great to meet you. Namaste. Yes, so much can be revealed to help with healing right now. Past traumas that continue to affect us and keep us stuck can be worked through by embodying the energetic world. You know the saying, you can't keep trying to solve the same old problem the same old way. And as we both said, it wasn't until we embraced the energetics of our soul did healing occur. We all have soul gifts that we can actively engage in and bring into the present. And as Shelley says, through understanding who we really are at a soul level, we are able to bring healing to ourselves and the world. Journey, astral travel, pick yourself up and journey into different parts of the world. No, we are all one people on this planet. We all want love, security, happiness, and joy. 
together. We travel in our families and we can heal the world. You must check out Shelly's work. Listen to her YouTube channel, Past Life Lady, for more examples and get her books. And if you want to experience an Akashic reading for your soul, schedule one now. This is a perfect time to work deep within your own spirit. Thanks again for listening. This is your host, Terry Ann Hyman, to your spirit. Namaste. The Reiki Association of the Southeast has joined forces with the OHA Bodywork and Wellness Center here in Birmingham. Our next Reiki One certification class is coming up on November 13th, Reiki for Parents, a Reiki class dedicated to helping parents manage their energy and the energy of their family. Register now at ReikiSoutheast.com.